Praise God, praise God, amen and amen. Good morning to you, my beloved, precious family in Christ, of course. As you already know, it's your brother, Pastor Chidi Jacob, and I'm grateful for another opportunity this day that the grace of God has made available for you and I, that we may share our fellowship, our continuous daily fellowship with the Lord, something about gazing at the face of Jesus every time, every moment, every hour, and every second. Remember, the only thing that can come out of that face is love, is light, is life, is righteousness, is healing, is peace, is joy, is success, is transformation, is calmness, as we are being transformed to his own image from one level of glory to another. Let me just begin by drawing a picture in your mind this morning, and I hope it will help you understand this a little further. Did you know that the law is like a mirror? When we talk about the law, for example, the laws of Moses, remember, the law tells you what you must do and how you must behave. So each time the law is preached to you, it's like presenting a mirror to your face. But you know that the mirror can only reflect what stands in front of it. So let's say, for example, you have a big head or I have a big head. If I stand in the mirror, the mirror is not going to transform my head. What I'm going to see is exactly what my head looks like. Each time the law is presented to you, each time those demands are presented to you, remember we're sharing yesterday where Apostle Paul was rebuking the Galatian church, telling them, why do you want to start by faith and go back to the works? Remember, going back to works is going back to the law. Going back to thinking that this life depends on your ability to do right or wrong. No, this life flows as we keep our eyes on Christ. Don't forget, beloved. So each time laws, rituals, rules are presented in front of you, it's like putting a mirror in front of you. However, the mirror does not have the power to transform you. It only shows you what you look like. So in our example this morning, if you have a big head, what you are going to see in the mirror is nothing but a big head. And watch this. If that big head has worried you, the more you see yourself in that mirror, what do you think is going to happen? You are more depressed. You are more confused. It takes away your joy because it's a reminder of your failure. It's a reminder of your weaknesses. Each time law is presented in front of you, it reminds you of your failures. It reminds you of the things that you have not done well. It reminds you of all your shortfalls. And the best you can do is cry, get upset, feel disappointed. But don't forget, the law has no power to help you. The law has no power to transform you. Just like looking at a mirror, the mirror has no power to change you. It only reflects whatever stands in front of it. So if you're not happy with what your face looks like, that's exactly what the mirror will show you. The mirror will not lift up any hand to help you, just like the law cannot help you. The rules and the commandments of religion cannot help you. It only just reflects your weaknesses. It only just reflects all your shortfall. Beloved, that is why it weakens it drains you, it removes your faith. Now, but watch this. 
the gospel that we preach by the Holy Spirit simply removes that mirror and then puts Christ in front of you. Let me repeat that. The gospel that we preach simply removes that mirror and then puts Christ in front of you. Now, and says to you, look at Christ. Remember, once you look at Christ, it's no longer you that you are seeing. It is Christ that you are seeing in front of you. Oh, beloved, you know that when you see Christ, you see his perfection, right? You see how handsome he is. You see how beautiful he is. You see how glorious he is. You see how wonderful he is. And then the gospel now says to you, you see, whatever you see in Christ, that is who you are. So as you're looking at Christ, you are no longer seeing a reflection of your big head. You're no longer seeing a reflection of your weakness. You're no longer seeing a reflection of your failures. No, you are not seeing the perfection of Christ. Remember, the more you look at him, the more you forget your big head. The more you look at him, the more you forget your weaknesses. And your strength now comes from looking at him and then not looking at you. Friends, don't forget what the Spirit has been saying to us. Don't let your eyes go away from Christ. Whether it is to put your eyes on yourself because if you look at yourself, you are going to see imperfection. You are going to see things that you have not done right or what you have not done well enough. And then it drains your faith. It brings fear. It brings frustration. You may even see things that are not working. Then fear comes to your heart. But once you lift up your eyes and keep it straight, looking at Christ, whatever perfection. Oh, Christ is a perfect man. Hallelujah. Full of faith, full of love, full of peace, full of joy, full of the brightness of his glory. And whatever you see in him, the Holy Ghost is now saying to you that is who you are. You may not be clean, but if you look at him and see his own cleanliness, you take that cleanliness as your own friend. That is faith. That's why the Bible is saying to us, again, Colossians chapter 2, beginning from verse number 6, it says, in the same way you have received our Lord and Messiah by faith, continue your journey of faith, progressing further into your union with him. So the more you look at this Christ standing in front of you, the more your mind is being transformed. Your mind is no longer looking at your failures. Your mind is no longer looking at your weaknesses. Your mind is no longer looking at your shortfalls. But whatever you see in front of you, whatever is in Christ, that is who you are. Friends, that is what it means to walk by faith. You may be weak, but when you look at him, you see his own strength. You may not have all that you need, but when you look at him, you see that you have everything. And your walk of faith begins when you start to walk in that thing that you see in Christ, not what you are physically, but the more you look at Christ and whatever you see, when that thing that you see begins to run your life, that is when you are living by faith. Praise God. Let me go ahead and continue down to Colossians chapter 2 verse number 7. We stopped at verse number 6 yesterday. So let's look at number 7. Don't forget, be reminded that this is still the invitation into his rest. And what is it that will trigger that rest for us this year as we consume, as we eat, 
as we enjoy Colossians chapter 2, it is supposed to bring us to a place of freedom. That freedom leads us to rest, rest from the law, rest from religious obligation, rest from your village people, rest from anything that is wrong with you. Now, why? Because you are not looking at Christ, the perfect man. Hallelujah. And whatever you see in him, that is who you are. Praise God. As you look at him closely, you start to forget that you have a big head. Why? Because his own head is perfect there's no spot on his face there's no wrinkle on his face you start to forget that your own face is imperfect now watch this the bible says verse number seven your spiritual rules go deeply into his life as you are continually infused with strength encouraged in every way beloved watch that our spiritual root going deeper into his life is the more we look at him friends the more we look at him the more we grow into him i hope you know that when you hang out with somebody for too long a time you start to pick up their characters you start to pick up their gestures you start to talk like them friend that's what faith does for us as we look at him over and over how do we look at him how do we look at him friends is in his word as we hear about him as we hear his message as we understand his person that he's righteous that he's perfect that he's blessed and then we keep our mind on that and then we keep our focus on that the bible says our spiritual roots goes deeply into his life that is the life of christ and then because our root is going deeply into him we are continually infused with strength and encouraged in every way watch this so our strength comes nobody say because we gave muscle nobody say we know past everybody not the way the word gets strength no my strength your strength comes which comes by the power of the holy ghost comes as we grow deeply deeply into him that means as we keep him in our mind as we keep him as our answer as we keep him as every solution as we continue to look at him encouragement comes you that cannot be bold suddenly a new level of boldness starts to emanate why because the boldness of christ is now in you you that used to be very intimidated suddenly you become a person a person that is bold why not because you read some book on boldness no your boldness comes because you have seen the boldness of christ amen the bible now says for you are established in the faith you have absorbed and enriched by your devotion to him let me read that again the bible is saying that we are continually infused with strength and encouraged in every way because we are established where in the faith again what is faith as you look at jesus standing in front of you whatever you see in him is who you are if he's perfect you are perfect that's what faith means and watch this the more you look deeper and deeper and deeper into him the more your own bondages are broken your own fears go away because you are no longer living by you you are living by him you are no longer living from you you are living from him praise god and the bible says that faith we have absorbed and enrich why because we are devoted to him being devoted to him friend is keeping him as your only source is keeping your eyes on him at all times praise god 
Amen and amen. And as I meditated on this, the Holy Spirit reminded me of a scripture this morning, and I'm going to share that in addition to what we have shared already. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 5 to 9. I hope I can get tonight. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 5 to 9. It says, We don't preach ourselves, but rather, what we preach is the Lordship of Jesus Christ. So, every preacher who wants to help you is not the one that reminds you of your failures, reminds you of what you must do. No, it's the one that helps you keep your eyes on Christ because that is where your faith comes from. That is where your victory comes from. That is where your joy comes from. That's where your peace comes from. The Bible says, we do not preach ourselves, but rather the Lordship of Jesus Christ, for we are your servants for his sake. Now watch this. Verse 6 says, For God who said, Let brilliant light shine out of darkness. This quotation is in Genesis when God said, Let there be light. And I've taught you over and over that that manifestation of light is actually our conversion experience. It's when Christ is manifested to us. Praise God. He says, For God who said, Let brilliant light shine out of darkness is the one who has cascaded his light into us. What is he talking about? Christ has been manifested to us and into us at conversion. He says, The brilliant dawning light of the glorious knowledge of God as we gaze into the face of Christ. If you turn this statement around or if you read it in the message translation, it says that our lives filled up with light as we saw and understood God in the face of Christ, all bright and beautiful. Watch this. So what this place is saying is that we are saved. The light of God comes into us. How? When we started to see and to understand God, not by religion, not by tradition, not by speculation, not by superstition. No, as we began to understand God in the face of Christ. Have I told you, you cannot know God outside of Christ. Any man who tries to show you God outside of Christ is superstition, is speculation, because it's not certain. No, but when we look at the face of Christ, we can see the fullness of God. Praise God. Now, watch what happens here. The Bible says, verse number 7 is my trust here today. It says, we are like common jars of clay. The other translation says that this power of God is resident in earthen vessels. What does that mean, friend? We are like common clay jars that carry this glorious treasure within us. What is the scripture saying here? That light, that message, that power of God is resident in human vessels. This is very important because if we are human vessels, there may be imperfection. There may be challenges because we are here. Watch this. Why am I bringing this up this morning? Anybody who is telling you that God depends on your perfection to work is your greatest enemy. No, God works in our lives as we keep our eyes focused 
on Christ. Watch what he says carefully. We are common clay jars. We are 18 verses. We are still human because we still have a human body. Mosquito can still bite us, but that does not mean that we do not carry the glorious power of God within us. But why is this even very important? Is so that this extraordinary overflow of power will be seen as God, not us. Please, beloved, open your heart and understand what the Holy Spirit is instructing you this morning. Watch this. The Bible says, why does God leave this glorious power in 18 verses? So that everybody will know that this power is his, not mine. When a man like me, still full of my own challenges here and there, speaks to you in the tone of God, you will know that it is not me, it is the grace of God. When somebody like me, still full with my own challenges, lays my hand on the sick and that person gets recovered, then you will know that this power does not come from me, it comes from God. That's why the Bible now says in verse 8, though we may experience every kind of pressure, but we are not crushed. Beloved, why do we experience pressure? Because we still have human flesh and we live in this natural world. He says, at times, we don't know what to do, but quitting is not an option. Glory to Jesus, friends. I may not know what to do at times, but quitting is not one of the options. Why is that? Because my face is kept on Christ. Don't forget, beloved, if you remove your eyes from Christ, you are going to see your imperfection. You are going to see your weaknesses. You are going to see what you have done right. You are going to see what you have not done right. You are going to see all the things that you don't have. That's what you see. But friend, if you return your face looking at Christ, then quitting can never be an option. Verse 9 says, we are persecuted by others, but God has not forsaken us. Hallelujah. We may be knocked down, but not out. Don't forget where this message began. It began by talking about the glorious light that has shined in us, and now we Ethin vessels that can get upset, that can miss a step, that sometimes may not have the money that I need, that sometimes I can be misunderstood, that sometimes I can be under pressure, that sometimes I may not always know what to do, but quitting is not an option. Now, let me round up this morning by reminding you something that you should zero in on this year. Don't forget, friend, this message is designed to lead us to a place of rest and in that rest we begin to bring out more and more of the God that is in us. What the Bible is telling us this morning that even though you and I may face pressures here and there but then the God that is in us is not changing. Don't remove your eyes from Christ and put it on yourself. Anyone directly or indirectly who is pointing you to focus on yourself is your greatest enemy, beloved. Why? Because for you to focus on yourself, you have to take your eyes away from Christ. Any man who is pointing you elsewhere to culture, to tradition, to the trending things of this world as your source and your hope is your enemy because they are leading you away from Christ. Don't forget the analogy this morning. The Holy Spirit is putting Christ in our face, removing the mirror. The mirror has no power to help you. So the Holy Spirit removes the mirror and then puts Christ in your face 
Oh, beloved, look at his perfection. Look at his holiness. Look at his righteousness. Look at how blessed he is. Look at how handsome he is. Look at how beautiful he is. Look at him full of faith, full of love, full of courage, full of peace, never lacking nothing. Nothing missing, nothing broken. The one that you see in front of you, the Holy Ghost is reminding you, whatever you see in Christ, that is who you are. And the more you gaze into that, the more your own imperfections give way to his perfection. The more your own lack gives way to his supply. The more your own sickness gives way to his healing. The more your unrighteousness gives way to his righteousness. Praise God. Amen and amen. So, let me stop here. I trust that you have been served this morning. Eat as plenty as you can. And remember the single message, as we have received him by faith, continue your journey in faith. And victory is no longer something you struggle for. It becomes the way you live your life. Please enjoy your day. And by the grace of God and in faith and in the spirit of God, I will come back to you again tomorrow. Shalom.